Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade. And yet, the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. I'm Scott McGee, and this is The Sisu Way, a show about strength and determination in the face of adversity, persistence, hope, grit, unbeatable mindset full of courage, tenacity, resilience, willpower, triumph, and an unconquerable soul. I'm a dedicated father and husband, professional good guy, loyal friend, and an eternal optimist with an open mind and an unconquerable soul. So there are many reasons for this project or this uh, podcast, and uh, each of these will be expanded on in future podcast episodes and probably throughout my explanation here. Uh, But one of my biggest drives and inspirations is I want to leave lessons for my kids to find as they grow up. I want them to have a have content and lessons that they can share with their kids. You know, life is a privilege. It's not a guarantee. And I've been around enough tragedy to know how frail and precious life is. And there is no time to save anything for later. And I've been doing that with the show for, for long enough. And that's it. I'm doing it now. Got to move forward. Uh, I'm tired of waiting. And that's, that's, part of the reason why it's going now and uh you know more on this will will come up later in this particular episode but another reason is to motivate and inspire and help others Uh, writing more on social media opening up on podcasts allowing my thoughts my personal feelings to be publicized is something i decided to do because i found that that message reached someone at the at the right time Uh, it, it helps others get through a battle and reach new heights but it also helps me. Uh, battles, adversity, challenges are universal and unavoidable, but we have a choice to decide how to react to it. Our attitudes and thoughts are in our control. Strength is a choice, and that is going to be something, it's going to be a big theme that I'm going to be talking about uh, probably for the, every single episode, but everything uh, moving forward is that strength is a choice. It's a decision that we have to make every day uh you know accountability is happiness if you once we realize and we wake up and realize that we're in control of our own circumstances it's a powerful thing man another thing is uh, i would like to grow the sisu way into a movement for service and growth both eternally and externally martin luther king jr said life's most persistent and urgent question is what are you doing for others? And I see this as a launching pad to unite us and to help others get through life's challenges and accomplish their goals. The possibility to help others are endless and I know I can do more. It's through these, those hardships, battles, challenges that you see the best parts of human behavior. The triumph of the human spirit, helping others and teaching my kids is what I, I would really like to support. So 
The word Sisu has been important to me for a long time. It's actually a Finnish word that takes several paragraphs in English to try and explain, and it happens to be my favorite word, just ahead of nalgas in Spanish. So if you know what that is, that's another one of my favorite words, but uh, definitely don't want to call this the nalgas way because that would be weird. But the definition that I'm going to read right now, and I read it a little while ago as trying to explain part of uh, the, the, the skeletal system of the show, and I'm going to read it again here. Sisu is strength and determination in the face of adversity. It's persistence, hope, and grit. The unbeatable mindset full of courage, tenacity, resilience, willpower, triumph, and an indomitable spirit. It's about choosing to have an unconquerable soul. So this definition is, if you actually Google it and looked it up, Sisu, uh, you'd see that a lot of times it takes several pages to, to explain but I kind of broke it down into what stood out to me the most and how I could summarize it the, the most to make it uh, hit home the quickest. But those words um, I had made into a poster and put up in my house uh, while I was going through some life or death struggles with my second born son, Connor, uh, started when he was in utero with my wife. And I'm definitely going to get into that topic. If you guys have heard me on the podcast or several other podcasts that I've done, you've, you've heard me kind of, you've heard me tell the story of Connor and I'm going to get into it a little bit more on this particular episode because I'd like to make sure I leave like a permanent record out there of that for Connor to find when he grows up. But I put these into a poster and I made it because it was a daily reminder and I had it up in my house and it was something that I wanted my kids to see every time I walked by the front door to leave as a daily re reminder. You know, there's a lot of silly messages out there for kids to see. Uh, you know, they stand in line at the grocery store and you see tons of silly magazines supporting ridiculous celebrity uh, shenanigans. But there's not very strong messages out there for kids. So that's no excuse. But that's... Uh, part of the reason why I had this poster made and now it's why I share it. And I know there's people out there that are very interested in buying one. So soon I'm going to make uh, them for sale. I'm going to end up probably using all the proceeds, not probably, but I'm definitely going to use all the proceeds um, to support somebody going through something and then showing uh, resilience and grit in it. And I haven't exactly found what that's going to be yet, but hopefully through this podcast, going back to service, is um, being able to help those in need and that are showing, like I said, showing grit. So um, that is something that is going to be a big component of the show, but I'll get into more of that um, as it goes on. But this, this story of Sisu and the Sisu way and resilience and struggles and overcoming is a common theme that you're going to hear from my future guests, and I plan on having guest co-hosts as well. And I might even have longish term co-host depending on location and everything, but I'd like to have a co-host stick around with me for about four or five episodes and have guests rotate through. Uh, I'm going to be talking to some incredible people that have tremendous stories and I want to have the platform for them to really be able to um, get everything out. Cause sometimes we have these shows and it's like you have like an intro show and the sad part is, is that when you stop recording, you actually start getting into 
a lot of the details, a lot of interesting things that these people had to say, a lot of the the stuff that maybe they were a little too shy to put out on the podcast at first. But I really want to scrape and get get every little detail that I can out of people um, about their struggles and how they've overcome it and and little pieces that have defined them, you know. Everyone has gone through a struggle, a failure that strengthened their character and their soul. Uh, it was in those powerful moments that defines us and sets us on our own current trajectory. And that is a tremendously like unifying human condition that we can all relate to. And you talk about, you know, camaraderie, you know, it's, what is that, like struggle and comedy, but that's something that is a bond and that we can all see and relate to with each other, but it also it helps lift each other. So that is something that I definitely want to get into with, with every 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 guest that I have and definitely open to um, the type of people we talk to. So I'm not just going to talk to people in fitness. I want to talk to medical doctors. I want to talk to people that have died and got brought back to life. I want to talk to the elderly that have are sitting around knowing that they might not have another month to live. And I want to talk to them. Those are, those are a lot of the perspectives that I'm looking forward to getting. Now, earlier, I mean, before I get into this, this stuff about my dad, I read um, in the beginning of the show, and I'm probably going to do this every episode, is some poem or quote or some saying or some short story that has to do a little bit with the theme of that show. So in the beginning of this show, I read the poem Invictus by William Ernest Henley. And the reason being is because Invictus, if you didn't know, it means unconquerable or undefeated in Latin. Uh, but that's not the only reason. The poem was written by Henley while he was in the hospital being treated for tuberculosis of the bone, also known as Pott's disease. And he had that disease since he was very young and his foot had been amputated shortly before he wrote the poem. So here's a guy, he's losing body parts and facing death uh, and showing courage. So the poem was about courage in the face of death and holding on to one's dignity despite, despite the indignities life places before us. And so the theme there was, you know, being unconquerable, making that decision to be unconquerable, to show strength and resilience in the face of adversity and probably the worst adversity, well, maybe the second adversity, uh, worst adversity that you could face, which would be death. And I would think that probably the worst one is, is losing a loved one um, or losing a child. And, and you know, it, unfortunately, that is something I, I have seen out there um, in, my, in my day job. You know, the, the sound of a parent, the sound of like a mother or a father that when they've known they've lost their kid is, is something that like permanently imprinted on my soul. And maybe I'll get into that later. And I think I will because there's a whole component of, um, a whole component of law enforcement that obviously I might know a little bit about but law enforcement for better or worse ex goes through the wor worst parts of human behavior we see the worst uh, we get called to the worst parts of human behavior and 
kind of listen and, and a lot of that stuff uh, is absorbed and hits home in law enforcement. So I'm going to save that component. I actually want to talk to people um, within my own field and uh, get their perspectives. Because I also have guys out there that have been involved in, in cancer and, and life or death situations and shootings. And despite all that stuff that we all go through, there's a reason why we do it that links us to our passion and allows us to succeed in there. And not only succeed, but excel. And these are little secrets and everyone has little lessons and these are the things that we're going to be getting into on the show. So um, next thing I want to get into is another gigantic reason why I decided to do this show, why I decided to start writing uh, the blog or the website, The Sisu Way. Also, why I really um, started kind of opening up in the first place. So I'm going to go through some of the stuff. Um, Part of it is going to be read from the blog post I wrote. And it's actually not just a blog. It was written um, starting back in 2012. And so this is is titled, For Dad. So this is a letter I gave to my father while he was battling cancer while my wife was pregnant with our first son. So it was my dad's first grandchild. And the year was 2012. Dad, today I'm going to start writing documents like this one to give to my son, your grandson, someday when he is of age. I'm going to save copies in the computer and print out hard copies for a book of some sort. I really like reading the stuff you and mom put in my baby book, so I want to pass those special type of moments on. I figured I would write you first and include it in our book. There are a lot of things I want to share with you, but sometimes I have a hard time articulating them. I'm hoping this helps and you have the strength to read this stuff at your leisure. I know what you are going through is painful, frustrating, scary, and will get worse before it gets better. So a little side note here. um, This particular moment, my dad was going through chemotherapy. Back to the letter. One of my goals is to help you maintain a strong spirit and ferociously powerful will. Your flesh is going through hell, but you don't have to sacrifice your spirit. You are not merely your body. The will is stronger. I love you. We all love you. So keep fighting with your head up. I want to share a father's prayer with you by General Douglas MacArthur. With our pregnancy and the growth of our son, this prayer has been very important to me. I've read it many times, uh, wishing it to come true for Amanda and I. Build me a son, O Lord, who will be strong enough to know when he is weak and brave enough to face himself when he is afraid. One who will be proud and unbending in honest defeat and humble and gentle in victory. Build me a son whose wishbone will not be where his backbone should be. A son who will know thee, Lead him, I pray, not in the path of ease and comfort, but under the stress and spur of difficulties and challenge. Here, let him stand up to the storm. Here, let him learn compassion for those who fail. Build me a son whose heart will be clean, whose goal will be high, a son who will master himself before he seeks to master other men, one who will learn to laugh, yet never forget how to weep, one who will reach into the future yet never forget the past. And after all these things, 
are his. Add, I pray, enough a sense of humor so that he may always be serious yet never take himself too seriously. Give him humility so that he may always remember the simplicity of greatness, the open mind of true wisdom, and the meekness of true strength. Then I, his father, would dare to whisper, I have not lived in vain. After reading this, I would like to think and hope that you can read this and feel a sense of accomplishment in how I turned out. I am humbled and grateful for whatever magic you and mom did for me, and I strive to continue to grow and progress. Especially with my greatest task starting very soon, I feel prepared and instilled with the abilities that will help me raise an honorable son. I don't think a thank you is enough, so I'll pay homage by living an unsullied life as a humble role model knowing that what I am was forged by you and mom. That is it for now. I will have a full day at work tomorrow and hopefully and hopefully by the end of it you will be home in the hospital. Your son, Scott. When it became clear that he was not going to make it, I told my father to start writing. I told him to write to his grandson everything he wanted to know, and I promised I would share it with him when he was grown. One of those moments, I, I said this to him. He's in the hospital, and I reached out my hand to shake his hand. And there was this like weird like moment in time where like my dad looked at me and there's a look I can't describe and he looked out and shook my hand. I mean, I know there's some people out there that have lost their parents and you probably know what I'm talking about. But no matter how like much, um, like whether it's sudden or how much time you have with them, or even if it's starting to look bad, you never really expect them to go. And so, it's like, I don't know if it was good or bad, but having that feeling and just having the ability to be able to to shake his hand um, in the way, way it was, uh, you know, I'm forever grateful for it. Uh, a week after my son Caden was born, I got a call from my mom. And it was a call where, like, where nothing has to be said, but it's a call you never forget. My father had passed, and all my mom could do was apologize to me. She felt the need to apologize because he never finished writing to his grandson. My father had begun writing on his iPad, and two paragraphs in, he started to cough up blood, and he was never able to write again. When I saw the iPad, there was blood on the screen, and in those two paragraphs was information I never knew about him. It was incredible, and I'm, and I'm grateful for, to have that, that little information. Enjoying the birth of my first son and losing my dad a week apart was a pivotal point in my life. What an incredible lesson in the delicate balance of life and death. It was this lesson that made me start writing and is a huge part of inspiration for this 
website, and this podcast. Life is precious, and it's a privilege. If you are a parent, or if your parents or grandparents are still alive, I highly encourage you and them to start writing for your loved ones. Tell them about your childhood, your failures, experiences, how you fell in love, etc. It might be one of those it might be one of the most important things you do on a computer. You also never know what can happen and what you leave behind. So don't wait till it's too late. The poem I share with my dad, I have it framed on the wall in my house with the picture of my baby boy's hand reaching out and holding onto mine. It is in these times, the times of battle and struggle, that we see the best parts of human behavior. The spirit of battle, and that is what I named my first son after. So I didn't necessarily think um, this stuff would hit me as, as hard as it is right now, but I guess that's part of, um, part of the show. It's going to probably come up some more. And a certain theme that I want to resonate with people is, and I didn't know this for a long time, but, you know, how important appreciation is and gratitude. And something I want to really emphasize, and I'm going to, is that health is wealth. Vulnerability is strength, and strength is a choice. I think it was Sigmund Freud that said, out of our vulnerabilities will become your strength. I asked my dad for a long period of time. I was like, hey, just start writing, you know. He was sick, he was going, you know, but he, he procrastinated. And don't get me wrong, I'm still grateful for that paragraph and a half that he wrote. But it was writing that second paragraph that he started coughing up blood and died, and it was never never able to articulate any of that information. He was like this old, stoic Irish guy. And I imagine that before I was born, he was probably someone of a rebel, probably got in a lot of fights, probably was arrested a few times, who knows. And when I was born, I always got like the the vibe that he kind of changed and became the best dad that he could. I mean, he, he taught me how to play sports. He taught me how to throw. He was always there. He's always coaching. And for all his strengths, there was some weaknesses. And I think one of those weaknesses was his mask of masculinity, if you will, you know, Lewis Howes has a book out on that right now. And knowing how long he was going through cancer is like a gigantic red flag that, hey, life is not exactly up to you. And so don't wait. Share the information. Appreciate the health of your loved ones. Talk to them. You know, if, if you're having a, an, an internal thought or um, if you think somebody, if your wife look, or your husband looks handsome, your wife looks pretty, don't wait to tell them that. Say it and, and mean it. If you haven't talked to your parents in a while, do it. 
Because if you don't and something happens, you're going to regret it. You don't have time to hold on to things. You don't have time to stay quiet about things. Another component here is, you know, I'm going to dissect this a lot, but it is ego and how ego is a weakness. But there's so much power in surrendering, surrendering your ego, surrendering your stubbornness, surrendering your need to be right. None of that matters. Even your need to reply in a conversation is unnecessary. And I think I'm, it's something I'm really going to work out, work on on this podcast. But actually listening to really understand somebody. Because usually when people talk to you, they don't necessarily want to hear your story. They might just want to talk and be heard and have you recognize that feeling in them. So to circle back, I think it was in those moments that kind of opened, opened my eyes, made me kind of like freak out a little bit about leaving enough content out there for my kids. So I know a lot of us might have baby books for them, but there's a lot of us that if something happens to us, there's not going to be anything to pass on to our kids or their, or our grandchildren. It could be, even if you have kids that are 15, like by the time they're 30, they might not know you. They might not have lessons. So part of the reason for this podcast and part of the, the reason I'm sharing all this stuff is because my five-year-old and two-year-old one day, I'm sure everything that goes out on the, uh, the intranets, is, they're going to be complete wizards at that stuff. And they're going to find all this information one day. And I hope they're proud of their dad. So some parts of the show will be a little bit about me. Uh, That's a little tiny, small fraction of this show. Um, I'll be able to get out my perspectives, um, answer listener questions. You know, there's a, there's a big component of that. That's going to be important. My relationship to the people that listen to the show. I don't like to call people fans because that kind of implies a one-way relationship, but we're fans of each other. We're going to be going through this together. And so I'll put up some posts. I'll put announcements out there. Um, I want to talk to people. I might even figure out how to do phone calls. Uh, I'm not really going to do the whole Skype thing, I don't think. I'd like to talk to people in person. Uh, And if there's specific questions or comments. This is, this is a relationship with, with those of us out there that I would, I want to build, you know, this is therapeutic for me as well. I want to grow together and, uh, I want you to know that I have complete respect for the listeners. So I want to put out a good show. It's not gonna be the most professional thing in the world because this is obviously, I don't want this to become work. If that makes sense to you guys, I want to create a good product. Uh, something that you guys might enjoy listening to or get something out of. But also, I have to make very smart decisions on the amount of time I spend away from my kids when I'm not working. And so if this becomes something that becomes a little bit too much work or I'm going to slow it down or I might not release an episode for a while, but this is all stuff that I'm going to be open and um, honest with you guys because of the level of respect I have. So there's something you want. Something, somebody out there that you think I should talk to 
please let me know. At, the, at this time, I have uh, an Instagram for the Sisu Way, at the Sisu Way. My personal one is at one Scott McGee. I'm building up uh, more Facebook stuff, all with the help of my buddy Paul, who's not here tonight. He's getting ready because he's going to have his second child soon. But Paul is hes my roll dog. He's my quarter-mile partner. He knows what I'm talking about. And he's going to be a big part of this show. So you'll be hearing me talking about Paulie a lot, but he's not here tonight. Luckily, because I don't think he want, I don't want him to see my eyes well up like they did earlier. But I have these things happening. These things are going to be growing. We're going to have um, some merchandise, going to have the posters going, going to have shirts. Um, all this stuff is going to hopefully give me enough of uh, money, give me enough product, give me enough support to be able to help people out there. Another example um, that I found to be very helpful was having food delivered to my house and even to the hospital while we were in the hospital with my, with my, uh, my second kid while he was in the NICU and then my wife was in the hospital for a month as well. So having that kind of stuff delivered and kind of taken care of really, really meant a lot to me. And I want to be able to do that for other people. So all these things that we're going to be doing is going to support stuff like that. You know, I'd like to be able to start a scholarship for some kids out there that have, that are doing well in the classroom, doing well in the community, uh, doing well in some sort of sport activity, and also showing, um, you know, the heart of the Sisu way. So these are all little things that I want to be doing with this show. But I think that's all I'm going to talk about for today. Uh, this is episode one. I don't know how many I'm going to do by myself because this is the first podcast I've done by myself and I've been doing podcasts for the Wattcast for the last four or five years and I've never actually done one like this by myself. And I'm sitting in my garage slash studio slash office slash thought chamber talking to you guys by myself. And it was a very interesting and special experience and I hope you're still listening. I hope you got something out of the show. And if you're listening to this, there's a couple things you can do to support that I think would be um, very beneficial. Uh, and that would be to jump on iTunes and please just give me a, a rating. Even if you don't want to say anything nice, that's totally cool. I know you're, everyone's really busy. But give me like the five-star reviews uh, and help build up the show so people can listen to it and find it. Uh, if you want to shoot me an email, the one I have set up right now is thecsuway at gmail.com. You can also direct message me on any of the social media stuff out there. And let's connect. I want to grow this thing, and I want to give you guys the best show that I can possibly do. So thank you for listening to episode one of The Sisu Way. Stay strong. Love each other. Remember, health is wealth. Vulnerability is strength, and strength is a choice. Take care, everybody.